0: Hey, how you doing, Ignite City? Hey, I wanted to take us through a little bit uh, more of Job chapter 19. I know that yesterday we looked at Job 19, verse two and the topic of our tongues and the words that we share. Um, But I wanted to share from verse 25, uh, chapter 19, verse 25. As some of you know, um, uh, my wife's mom, her name is Jean. um, She had battled multiple myeloma for 10 years, just bravely, courageously, and uh, we saw the effects of that horrible disease uh, firsthand, and how it just really ravages the body. Well, this past Monday, she went uh, Jean finally w- went home to be with the Lord. Um, and so we know that she's completely healed. It's an amazing how knowing Jesus and what's what what what's awaiting us when we're done on this planet, how it gives us hope. Uh, I can't tell you how often how often this week, uh, how many people have said something like, and i just know that i just know that Gina's dancing i know that she's dancing i know that and it's weird cuz i and it's people that have never really met her but they keep saying the words like i just picture her dancing and i'm like i don't you've never even met her and yet she loved to dance i mean it was just uh, her and her husband would dance at weddings and all the things we would come together at and just she was super active and but it, this disease just got her and so when i was reading through job chapter 19 um Starting in verse, when I got to verse twenty-five, and I've read this verse before, and I usually stop on that verse, and I've, I've heard it, sta- I've heard it quoted, and I've heard it preached on. I mean, many, many times throughout the years. But just listen to what Job is saying in the midst of his suffering, trying to figure things out. Um, verse twenty-five: For I know that my redeemer lives, and at the last, he will stand upon the earth, or he will stand upon the dust. But I, I, I like uh, stand upon the earth. For I know that my Redeemer lives and at the last he will stand upon the earth. And friends, I don't know exactly what Job was thinking. Um, who he was, um, like how he pictured the Redeemer and how he pictured to being God, how he pictured him to be. I don't know if maybe did God give him a vision that Jesus would show up. I have no clue. I don't know what was in his mind when he was thinking this. But I know for me, and I wrote this in my notes, I felt like there were. There are two ways to apply this to us as followers of Jesus. The one is when we look at Jesus, when you sit there and go, uh, I know that my Redeemer lives and at the last he will stand upon the earth. And the first one I thought of was his resurrection. After what Jesus went through on the cross and then he died, he was placed into a tomb and on the third day rose from the dead. I would sit there and go, okay, so he stood alive, victorious. He stood on the earth after his death. And so I, I could see it as the application of his of his of his resurrection, which really gives us hope, friends. We're supposed to be encouraging one another with a couple of things that I don't think we do very often. One is that Jesus is coming back one day, and two is the resurrection of Jesus. And here's why I think we're supposed to encourage each other, especially with that second one, the resurrection of Jesus after his death burial. Uh, on the cross, is that if Jesus can pull off Easter, we can trust him with everything else that we have to face because that's the greatest miracle for him to come back from the dead after being dead. And so I think we can apply it to that and we can feel hope that what I'm facing now, I can give to Jesus. He is able to handle it and he has a will in all of it. But I also felt like the second one was this, that there's a time coming when things on this earth will end. I, I, and, and he's going to create a new heaven and a new earth. But there will be this final battle on this earth. I and mean, we go to the book of Revelation, it's coming. But there's a point where Jesus will stand. So his second coming, he will stand on the earth. My Redeemer lives. And at the last, he will stand upon the earth. In other words, here's where we can be encouraged. He wins. That there's no worry about how does this all play out? God is sovereign. Jesus is commander of the universe. He's in charge of everything. And he will stand on the earth. Friends, we belong to him and he belongs to us. And so if he can stand on the earth, we will stand with him on the earth. And I usually stop at verse 25. And then I kept going because it was part of our reading plan uh, yesterday. And And it continues with verse 26. And after my skin has been thus destroyed, yet in my flesh, I shall see God, whom I shall see for myself and my eyes shall behold and not another. And here's why it, it helped so much, especially with the passing of Jean, is that just like Job said, "Hey, when my skin or my body is destroyed, in yet in my flesh I shall see God." Like I get this new body. Like when I die, I get this new body, and I will see God. That when Jean passed away, this earthly body body is no more, and she was given she's given a new body. But I believe, and I believe that Scripture teaches this: that to be away from the body, which is what she is, is to be present with the Lord. Well, she's experienced newness of life, something that we just don't get. And there's this resurrected body that's coming, and and you just sit and go, okay. So I'm going to see God with this resurrected body, this new body that has flesh, because we look at how Jesus was when he was resurrected from the dead, and the body that he had. I mean, he could pass through walls, and he could show up in places and be gone at the next moment, and and then it says, whom I shall see for myself and my eyes shall behold and not another. In other words, I'm just going to look upon him. Like all the stuff I've been going through, all that I'm experiencing and how hard and difficult it is. I know that one day this body will die and I will get to see God for myself. I won't be paying attention to anyone else, but I'm going to be looking upon God. And then you go, okay, so then when I'm looking upon God... Then I can look around and say, OK, there is this massive multitude of witnesses who've gone before us, followers of Jesus who have died and come before us. Because we know that John, even though he gazed upon Jesus, that was his focus, he also noticed this massive amount of people who are worshiping Jesus. And friends, we're going to be in close, intimate relationship appropriate, pure, not sin-filled, never wondering about the motivation of the other person, but just perfect intimacy with every single person as we all stand in honor and bow and worship and live and laugh and walk and run and play and dance. And the presence of God looking upon him with our own eyes, friends, that gives us hope. And so let me just read the passage and be done with this one. 25 to 27, for I know that my Redeemer lives, and at the last he will stand upon the earth. And after my skin has been thus destroyed, yet in my flesh I shall see God, whom I shall see for myself, and my eyes shall behold, and not another. Friends, I hope that's an encouragement to you. Love you guys more than you know. We'll see you.